Alright, what's up? What's up, everyone? It's your boy, Pink Ain't James, along with my co-host, Craig Poetic, and you're tuning now to the Vibes at the Table podcast. Welcome. It's been a message we've seen, y'all. Sorry for last month, you know, we had a lot of stuff to do, a lot of things, you know, had to, had to you know, do life. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, we're here now, you know, um, thank you all for turning in, and, um, you know, a lot of good things happening right now, um, the playoffs is going on, and um, I ain't too happy right now. You know, I'm a Golden State fan. I ain't too, I ain't too happy about you know what happened last night. I mean, crazy. Like I don't know, like nah, we, I know, like you saw it last night. You know, what I mean, like you saw what I saw. Nah, let's get it game seven. We were too complacent. That's I, it. I mean, like, all, like all I'm gonna say is, it's do or die for them. It's do they or die what, for them. They know what what it's like, man. They, we they've been there before. You know what I'm saying? They've been so? there. With Houston, they've been there. With King James back when he was in Cleveland, they, we've been there. It's True, no, I agree. It's, it's no question, man. We know what it is. We know what time it is. Let's just stop playing. For real, and, for and, real. And we, we good. Enough said. You know what I mean? I hope. I mean, I hope. Uh, yeah. I hope uh, Steve Kerr is uh, giving them a um, good talking to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they need that. Because he ain't looked too happy last night. I'm telling you, he ain't, he ain't look happy at all. Well, I mean, they do what they do best, and that's turn the ball over. Um, yeah, yeah. They just, they just had to pay the price. I just think a lot of times the Warriors, they give at least one game where they're complacent, where they rely a lot on the home crowd to kind of carry them and push them, and, and they and they look to the heroics of Steph Curry a little too much. I agree um, with you on I that. I think that, in, in a sense, this was a game that you needed to close the series, and now you left the door open for it to go either way. And, um, you know, Most definitely. honestly, experience will prevail like it did in game five. And um, I think if there's anything to learn from this series is don't play with fire. That's <laughs> true. True. I don't know, man. Like, play. hey, I mean, like, I mean, so, man, like, I don't know, man. Like, uh, should we do a uh, Vile Sports podcast, too? No, I mean, cause like, no, I mean, cause like, when, like you and me, and then like, uh, when the when the flag get together, like, it's that's all we talk about. I mean, we have those moments. Yes. Um. Do I, do I think a podcast is important? No. Um. I think we we stick with what we do best. I mean, we can always get together and do special segments, but I don't know if it should be a regular. I mean, we, I agree with you. We, right. we, we, we've got to sit down, all three of us. You know, me, you, and Dave McFly. We got to sit down and kind of discuss that more in depth. I think that. Once we get everybody's input, we'll know what we want to do with that. I agree with you. I agree with you. But you know, let's um get into it. You know what I mean? This is our we got a real one in the building. Real one in the building. This is our behind the pen interview. I'm oh, sorry, behind the pen interview segment. And this young lady coming to the stage right now. I remember I entered a what was that? Like a contest or something for a uh pump entry. I answered it and, okay. and I was surprised that I had, um, you know, that, that my poem was like good enough to, to, you know, like, make a magazine called the Southern Press Magazine. You know what wow. I mean? And, and like, I still got the text messages from, from that day. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's just, it just really like did me proud that I have, um, that I had a sentence and then like sent as someone like, you know, our special guests putting out outlets like that for poets to like, this play their work, you know. This young lady doing yeah. doing a lot yeah. for the doing so much for the poetry community, you know. So without further ado, y'all please give it up for Miss Coco Weaponry. How you doing today? I yeah, doing. yeah. <laughs> if ain't nobody else clapping, let's just be clapping. I know, right? I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. It is an honor to be here amongst you know a mega talent. So. Thank you so much for the invite. I, I screamed, yes. <laughs> yeah. So, yes, sir. Thank you. So Thank you for joining us. Pleasure is all ours. Um, you know, I used to always listen or watch your interviews that you did with other people. Um, and I, I liked what I was hearing from different people. Same here. Um, to to be able to to have been a person you had. A, that you asked to do a similar thing with was actually something that caught me by surprise, man. And, um, but what I wanted to ask you 
is what made you start interviewing people? What, like, how did you get there? I mean, you know, if you could tell us what that was about. It was about looking at artists and not just in the poetry and spoken word arena. And we all have a similar thread and we have some of the most serious same conviction. So there were some that were being slept on. And I am an extreme art enthusiast when it comes to this arena. And I don't think anybody should be slept on, especially when you see their work. You see their work. Everyone should be appreciated. Within the spoken word and poetry community, I was overlooked a many a times and I couldn't understand it. And I didn't know why. So I have to be that person now that I needed when I first started out trying to get in to let everyone know that I hear you, I see you, and I appreciate you. You know, I have uh, interviewed some of the most talented persons and yet to still interview some more of the most talented <laughs> persons, you know. So I've been asked you last year, Pink Game. I got asked me all day last. last year. I know. I, I mean, it's just uh, the, the timing, you know, the timing was just, you know, she, <laughs> Ask me this day I couldn't do it. I had to work that day. I had to you know what I mean, you know what I mean. But like one of these days, very soon we're gonna get together though. One of these and days I soon. Can't wait. You know what I mean. And I cannot wait. I look, I look, I still look forward to that. You know. Thank you because I, I, you've been on my radar. You know. I definitely I'm like. <laughs> mm-hmm. You've been on my radar. I, was, I appreciate you know, that. I definitely have going in depth with, but you know I'm starting to need to deviate from the. Uh, no, it's okay. No, 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 you asked me the question um, just fine because you you talked about how a lot of artists get slept on. Um, if I could touch on that briefly, I do believe that in the poetry uh, realm in the community of that, a lot of artists get slept on because of the wealth of talent. Um, I think also it's the criteria in which people are critiquing artists. I think that um, the criteria in which artists are being critiqued causes people to be slept on. It causes um, talent to be overlooked. Um, but I also put it on artists in terms of their authenticity. I put it on artists to say something that's going to not only reflect themselves, but is going to be attention grabbing because honestly, it's a blend of everything. Um, but when you say that about artists being slept on, I totally agree with you. And then being the outlet for those artists who are slept on, I look at how you responded to that. I look at that as underground artists who are in the music industry that you don't hear too much about them because they're not mainstream. Then all of a sudden they become mainstream because somebody who had the uh, the reputation or the clout or whatever it is was ca- capturing them. And say, okay, that's that's a new flavor. That's something new. That's something different. But it's one of those things where that person carved themselves a lane. And that's where I think artists and poets have to, they tend to do. They carve themselves a certain lane. Like Pen Game, he carves himself a lane. And then, of course, I carved myself a lane. But at the same time, I'm always, like I told you, when we had our interview, when you did my interview, I'm always looking to get better from other artists. So for you to be that voice, um, I think it's important. And I, and I, and I actually uh, commend you for um, Thank you. for for being that voice. And um, you know, honestly, um, I don't know if I should be saying this, but I know you have an event coming up in the summer, late summer, that you're doing, that you've asked some artists to do. And um, you're going all in here for it. And I think that's pretty cool. I, I always do. I have to go in for it because um, not everyone is into clean and clear poetry and spoken word. And I am big into wholesome recreation. Um, when you are involved in such an element, an eloquent element of art, it challenges an artist to be clean and clear, no innuendos, no profanity, no, you know, no racial slurs, no political alliances or reference to in your uh, pieces. It pushes them to go very deep and to be very expressive. So mm. I have to go all out for them because this is a platform that who's doing that? 
you know, no one's doing that right now. Everything is blah, blah, blah. And you just like, I can't listen to that. Indeed, so, indeed. you know, it, we have to challenge each other to, to go that deep into, into ourselves and express ourselves on a much higher and dignified level. Very true. Very true. And you spoke on something that I want to, uh, touch on. You know, you talk about poetry and, and spoken words. So let me ask you this question. Is there a difference between poetry and spoken word? And if it is, what's the difference? Yes, it is a very clear distinction. Poet, poetry is more rhythmic. It can be more so in a fictional aspect. Whereas spoken word, it is the delivery and it's fact, you know, it's uh, the, within the delivery, the emotion that comes with it. And everything does not have to always rhyme, but it is always something that your listener can uh, communicate with or relate to. And see, and I'm so glad that you said that because a lot of people get the two mixed up. You know what I mean? It's like you, you know, like you have people people that do poetry, but you but, but you have a lot of them that they can't do spoken word and vice versa. You know what I mean? Yeah. So so it's very important that you know that we get a very clear distinction between the two. You know what I mean? Like yeah. both of them are good outlets, but it's it's a total difference between poetry and spoken word. You know, um so another question I got from you is how did you come up with the name Coco Weaponry? Like it's like where did that where did that come from? Cause like when I first saw that, I'm like, that's an interesting name. You know, that's an interesting name. So give us the backstory on your stage name. Um, my stage name came up uh, from what year was this? This is when I would perform secularly, and they used to always call me Killer Pistol, which I, I oh. didn't like because <laughs> I used to do slam poetry, you know, underground slam slam poetry, and you know, poetry slams and things like that. Right. And I'm like, I just don't like that name, you know. So. They was like, you know, so the guy had, had, who had called me up at the Lush in Detroit, they know where it's at. It's, it's underground down oh, at the Lush. Detroit, and then we hanging out up there. And uh, he was like, yeah, come on, Coco, let's go, Coco. He said, that mouth is lethal. <laughs> and so they and so they was like, yeah, it's like a weapon. And I was like, that's it, Coco weapon. Oh, okay. That's interesting. Uh, that was, <laughs> Very interesting. So, um, well, I was going to also say, too, um, about about your name, I mean, it's 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 catchy. Um, it's very very catchy. But one thing I wanted to ask you about you, we talked about before that you talked about um, the artists and their ability to express themselves and things like that. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Okay, um, I feel like I probably didn't get on your radar until I started talking about different things related to my son. And I think that that kind of that I think that drew you or somebody else pointed you to me. I don't know, but I feel like that's not kind of got on the radar. <laughs> you don't see my lights. I'm, I'll be following all y'all pages. Y'all just be ignoring <laughs> me. <laughs> y'all just be ignoring me. You know, I be showing man. Honestly, I, I, I watch his story. Y'all was following me. <laughs> I, I, I actually watch his story. And I'm not scared to say it, Craig. So poetic. I ain't scared to say it. I was following y'all for y'all was following me. In my defense, I tried. In my defense, I put in value efforts. I tried. <laughs> you know what, man? Honestly, honestly, I, I, I listen. I follow your stories. Like when you do put certain things out. In fact, there was one. There was one story you posted, or it was like, you know, it, you put it in a story format. I don't know if this was in Detroit or whatever it was, but like the background was just like a street background. It was kind of like spotting the hood underneath the train viaduct. I think you're talking about, okay. It, it, was, it was hot though. And it, it was, was like one of those things where I'm like, we got some of that in Chicago too. Like if you go in, you know what I'm saying? You go down the State Street in 21st, like 19th to State Street. Underneath the train with a basketball court is it's in that same Derrick Rose commercial uh where Tupac is giving the the, the uh the poem about the rose that rose from the concrete. Yeah. It gives that um it shows that location right there. And so yeah, like the concrete know, jungle. Rose, Rose was uh, 
Yeah, yours was um, you know, nostalgic, if you will. But um, wow. in terms of expression, definitely. Um, Thank you. In terms of expression, I'm big on that too. Um, I think um, it doesn't have to be a dark moment. I don't think. I just think that when you are passionate about something, um, it becomes natural. Um, it becomes where it's a blend of both your style and then just how you feel about the subject matter and, and, and where it stands. And I mean, and I, and I understand, you know, too, um, I have poetry myself that I have to pick certain audiences to do. And that comes from me being a secular performer, too. Um, you know, there are certain things that if I go to a clean show or go to <laughs> a, a, a hosted event by you or someone else, there's pieces that's like, okay, can't do that one, can't do that one. All right, I can do this one and I can do this one. Like, when it comes down to you, when you host events and stuff like that, do you at least hear the artist pieces first before you say, okay, you know what? Good question. He can do that or she can do that piece. Or, no, hey, you can't do that one. No, I don't. Because really? what happens is, no, I don't because I trust my artists. I trust yeah. my artists. And they know what okay. the show is. And mm -hmm. they already know. I will okay. cut a mic off immediately. I'm you so know, glad you said my, that. I'm, you know, my, <laughs> I'm so glad you said that. They, they know what it is, Penn, when They know what it is when they sign up. I don't have to go through that like they two and three years old. These are professional platform artists. These I agree. Are poets. These are spoken word artists. They know what it is. And it's like this. The segue into doing spoken word and poetry concerts is big. And the audience, they can't wait. So who wouldn't want to be a part of an event like that ever again? You know, somebody can try to jump bad like that or, you know, just try to pull a rabbit out of the hat. But I'm not having it. We're not having that. You know, so this is wholesome recreation. They can play those type of games. You know, with kids at the park. <laughs> hey, I'm so hey, hey. I mean, like, tell, I mean, like, tell, tell like how how it is because I remember like some like years ago. I, I'm not gonna mention you know like the person on the uh, platform that uh, that uh, uh, this was on, but I had a couple of friends some years ago. Um, was that a one spoken word event? Um, I forgot where like where the place was, but um, and you would think it would be a, a clean event, and I'm saying that based on the host. During that time, and for what a or what a uh, a a few of our friends told me was that you know there was a lot of um, slurs that had slipped out that 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 like nobody said anything that the um, host didn't say anything about um, a lot of a lot of uh, um, you know a couple of, like curse words like here and there slipped out. You know what I mean? And what? and it's, and. and it's, I'll see you later. You know what I mean? But, 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 yeah. but. You didn't tell me about that, man. You know what I mean? Definitely. And we will have to, you just have to, you have to shut that down because the event, yeah. my door is open to all ages. Man, you have to. My, you my have to. Exactly, have, right. Same thing, same thing with this one. You had preteens at the show. It was preteens there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? My, my brothers and sisters are there. My family is there. My friends are there. All of that is there. And I respect the art, but I also exactly. respect the audience. You know, a lot of people don't have literary art discipline. They don't know Very that true. The, the spoken word poetry is the oral performance and the art form, not the traditional rhythmic tones, you know, with the symmetry and the, you know, the uh, haku. You know, people always talk about hakus, mm -hmm. but there are 29 different elements to spoken word and poetry delivery. Mm. Yeah, I did have literary art training. But that literary art training only gave me the basics of, you know, the linguistic skill. Everything else, you have to just hone in and make it your own. Very and in true. making it your own, you have to know how to speak, what to speak, and when to speak it, and on what level. So if you go into an event and, quote, unquote, if you are the host, you can also be an artist. you got to respect everybody that's in there. I agree you with know, you, and that's that's just what it is. I agree. You know what I mean? Like, like, and it's and it's like, it's not too many platforms that I, that I watch on YouTube where like, and and like, it's not every poet that I, like you know that I see in there, but 
you have like some poets who who feel like they have the, they, like they have like the need to you know say a uh, curse word or like this and a third, and it's like I'm not here to judge nobody, but at the same yeah. time I feel like you can say what you want to say without that. You know what I mean? Like I've seen some creative poets, and I feel like they don't need to do all that. You know what I mean? But, but, but some, but, but like, you know, just like you have some people who, who cannot, you know, say a full sentence without using some, some, some sort of, um, profanity. Yeah. And you know that's what I mean? The it, it's, it's, it definitely really well, is. So it's like, if that's the case, then there is, then if, 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 if that's the case, to be honest, there is, spit something. Not <laughs> I got my uh, numbers in the bag, man. I mean, like, don't, 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 like, mean, don't, don't have me, you know what I'm saying? I, I feel a whole library full of stuff, man. So, I mean, come on now. It's, I mean, it has my name. What, what is my name? To, 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 to Pen Gang's exactly. point, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> to Pen Gang's point, my whole thing is the level of talent as an artist, the real test is can I do a piece where I don't have to have those things in? Exactly. True. Can it still be? Can it still be on point to where yes. I don't have to have those things? And it's yes. not that it takes a special talent; it just takes consideration. That's and it. Very true. Reading, Very true. It goes to reading the room, and honestly, reading the room is a big part of whether or not. Well, it's a big part of how effective your piece will be. You think so? so yeah, I think reading the room is a big part of it. I can see your point. Okay, like, I see your point. Honestly, I'm I'm put it like this: if I go into a, a room full of sisters in there, oh, I'm dropping a love poem. I'm not going to go in another direction. I'm going <laughs> to get to something that's going to reach them and touch them. I'm not going to pick any other subject or lane because I know what's in the audience. It's a challenge. I know what's in the audience. It's it a is, challenge. It is. Yeah, yeah. That's a challenge. I, I, I look at the audience. And I don't want to say it like I'm being biased or nothing. It's, mm. it's just more like an example of how you read the room. And then yeah. when you see that, okay, what part of relationships am I touching? Is it something that's going to be like, well, man, that's how you feel? Or is it more what like... What if they don't you know, want to hear that? You don't know what they want to hear. Exactly. That's, that's, and Craig, that is true. That that is that is true. You got to go You got to go with your that, gut. Because you got to yeah. you go with your gut. Wait, so even if you read the so even if you do try to read the world, Ken, like if you go into an audience and you're like, okay, I'm gonna do uh, this piece on water. Okay? Give that piece on water. Even if you go into there into an audience and you got 30 guys and you got 10 females, give that piece on whatever you feeling. You cannot box yourself in. Because at that point now you allowing yourself to be dictated on what you see. Your delivery comes from within. And once you start inhibiting yourself, there's no transparency. There's no interchange of emotion when it comes to the delivery. It's not going to be a stellar because you're trying to see, well, is they feeling this or is they feeling that? You can't concern yourself with what they feel. And all you have to do is concern yourself with what you're about to give. Because you can, you're going to touch the person that's when it all just comes authentically. You know, that, it, it's like true. with comedians. The comedian don't know yeah. what. And that's true, right, going. right. They just gonna tell a joke. That is true. And, that, and, and, that, and that's that. true too, Coco. I, I got, I got to give it to you on that one. Um, real quick, just to say what you just talked about for a second. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think that's important as well. Um, I guess what I'm saying is that when I read the room, I kind of have about three or four pieces that I know I'm gonna go. Okay. Uh, and. Because, I mean, honestly, you can feel... Because for me, sometimes what's happened to me is I'm like, man, that piece is dope, but I might do this one because I like this one better. I think this, mm-hmm. this is all me. Like, sometimes... And you don't want to confuse yourself with what you want to do. It's more like you can still get up there and you might think, like, okay, yeah, that one's dope too, but I'm going to do this and and it could be one that you have either done before and no one's heard, or it could be something that's totally fresh that no one has ever heard that you've never performed. And, and I think honestly, for me, I'm more of a metaphoric artist. Like I can take something as simple as water and turn it into 
a complete metaphor. And so that's that's question, how it's supposed to be. That's right. how it's supposed to be. That's what artists True. do. You know what I'm saying? So, it's like with the so, challenges that I'm sorry, I'm making such a Who's on your so this this is just a question I'm giving to you, Cobb, and wanted to ask you this. So who is on your list of artists that you have seen do this very thing recently? Who have you seen do what? Take something as simple as a subject matter and they turn it into a metaphor that had you like, wait a minute, let me, what, what do you say? Or what did you say? Because you, you, you spit, you spit quotes back to me on stuff that I've written. So that's the reason why I'm asking. Because I'm a fan. You know what I'm saying? I, it's like reading a book. When I hear poetry, I want to, I'm like, wow, that's because it, it gets the creative juices going. Like, I wonder what was the inspiration for this? What was the motivation to, to write it this way? I love those things. Not that, cause sometimes people listen to other person's, uh, pieces, like other people listen to music to get inspired to write their own music. I get inspired at other artists doing their thing. I love it. So in that aspect, when I am a fan, I do take note of the things that you say. I do take note of the things that are written. It's just like with Pin Gang and with the weekly push, you know, and I'm like, he be challenging me because it's like, I got to do this on the spot. And I love that. Like, I really love that LV that like so much because that's like on the spot. That's the impromptu artist being pushed to the limit. What do you think about this subject? Let it go. You see what I'm saying? Because sometimes, you know, people can take a day, two, three days, up to a year to finish a piece. But when he was like, keep it short and brief. And it's like, oh my goodness, he gave me, he gave me boundaries. Like, how do I do this? You know, you go from a a limitless and, and boundless writer and reciter to I got to do this. You're, you're, you're actually pushing people. So within those parameters, you're you're able to really come up with something on the spot, father, mother, family, all of those things. You know what I'm saying? All of those different challenges that you give every week. I try to be very involved with them because I love being pushed because I am a fan of the art. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. And, and like, I just... You know, I got that from. You getting the kudos right I'm, now, bro? I'm saying right. I know, right? Getting the kudos, <laughs> I know, right? Man. We, we ain't talking about the bars in the box at the store. We talking kudos, man. You know, look, what I'm th- saying? hey, so, look, thank you, thank you. You know what I mean? But like, with when, appreciate you. You know what I mean? Like those type of things, I feel like because I. Cause I got that from like watching, you know, uh, stuff like, uh, like Freestyle Fridays from the, uh, Walking to Park days and, and like, and just, uh, and just, you know, seeing, um, you know, them freestyling off top of their head about like, dip, about like different things. Um, I watched a, uh, documentary about, uh, MCing and I remember, um, watching, it was an early clip of The Roots and, and, uh, Quest Love. It was Questlove and Black Thought, and Questlove threw a random word at Black Thought to rap about, and in like five six bars, Black Thought just just he just kept going, kept going. Trash, he was pointing to everything around him, and like Black Thought was just going, going. If you know now, but if you know if you know Black Thought, it's That's like it's, it's it's I mean it's I mean it's like juggling with him. No, I mean it's it's like it's easy with him. No, I mean so I want to create that same feeling. When it comes to poetry, one of my poem challenges each and every uh, week. You know what I mean? Just like, I just appreciate like, it. You know what I mean? Like, just take, thank you. Just like take, you know, from Friday to Sunday, you know what I mean? Just to come up with a short poem to write about. Yeah. You know what I mean? It and is. I feel like. And it's not that easy. It, true, <laughs> no, true. You know what I mean? It, it, it definitely like pushes you. It, it definitely like pushes you as a spoken word artist mm-hmm. to really, to really think and have to like really like take your time to write something like within the, but just like, you know, like five or six lines. Yeah. You know I mean, but I mean, to me, it's like, it's like, I mean, to me, that, that it's like lyrical exercise for me. I mean, because That's I love being challenged. You, yeah, you've thrown but... out, just to that point, though, Pen Game, you've thrown out subjects, and I, and I would see him post it, and I look and I'm like, what kind of mess? <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, wow. Like, <laughs> like, I don't ever text it to you, but I'd be like, okay. All right, all right, all right, man. But for me, lately, it's been, for me, it's not just been poetry for me. It's been me 
like taking parts of my life and building quotes off of it. Like, for right. example, there was one quote that only Coco liked. And I and I didn't care who did not like it because I felt at the time that I was speaking about it, I said never confuse understandable with excusable. I remember that. And what I was what I meant by that is you can understand why a person takes an action, but it does not excuse you when it's wrong. Mm-hmm. And so therefore, I don't care what whether you felt that that was the right action. I understand why you did it, but that doesn't make it right. So that's why, and I feel like a lot of times people think that because they believe that it was appropriate to them, that it was okay. And what I'm saying in that is don't confuse understandable with what you believe should be excused. Yeah. And the whole other thing about that, and that's why I say a lot of times I'm delving more into building statements off of what I've seen with life. And those mm-hmm. statements give birth to pieces that I write. Yeah, and that's that makes sense. I'm taking subject matters where people take this very same thing as an excuse and then I'm writing on it. I'm the type of guy who doesn't duck smoke. I duck no smoke when it comes and to writing. And you shouldn't. You shouldn't as an artist because and it's not about nobody else. It's about exactly. you as an artist. I agree. Exactly. I appreciate it. And I appreciate I that because sometimes artists do. Sometimes artists do. They'll, you know, they'll bring their, you know, their mm-hmm. their pieces down. It's like freedom of expression. Mm-hmm. I remember in a piece that you wrote, I um, pen. I think it was um, the culprit, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that was that dope, was man. That, that was actually that dope. was a deep. I, I, I mean, okay, right, right. Like, I got you. Okay. You, you gave a lot of freedom, you know, some range in there. I was mm-hmm. like, okay, then. But you know, it did, you know, I, I ain't gonna go that far. But like I said, you on my radar, and I, I definitely am looking forward to, you know, to, to having you on there. We got because we got to do a behind the bars on on that. Oh, for so, sure, definitely, <laughs> most definitely. You know what I mean? It's not really a question. We definitely gotta you, do that. I've been following y'all way before y'all have followed me. Not that that should make any difference. That is true. And once again, I get. I was trying. Once again, I was trying. I did a value effort. Do you see this? Do you see this like She's trying to make us feel bad. <laughs> Never. Never. It's all I'm love, though. It's all love, though. It's all love, though. You know what I mean? But like, but like, let me dive into some questions right quick for you, uh, Miss Coco. So, so I've also paid paid close attention to you performing, and let me just yeah. say I love the way you perform with these poem videos. You know what yes. I mean? I mean, like it's like the way you like the way the video um describes. A few lines or a punchline that you said in a poem, and then to see the visual of it is so. It's like it's like bringing the poem to life. So Thank with you. so with my I next question, my videographer. <laughs> so with my next, <laughs> so with my next question, you know, what's the process when you come up with this content? Like it's like it's like it's like how do you know how to pick a location? How it's like like what's the process when you make your um poem videos Whew. um i'll recite the piece to my videographer Kenneth Schuler llc and okay. he wants to hear it just raw mm. and he's like well he'll ask you know the inspiration what is if it was an inspiration or was it just you know authentic writing and then he'll start piecing things together and then we'll get in the lab and he like, I think this should go here. I think this is like this. He said, this describes this. And he has like this entire album repertoire of all of these places that he's been as a photographer. Mm. And he can just call, it could be like thousands. He's like, oh, I can remember. I got something that sound that could go with that. And I'm like, what? And then so we'll do like a, he'll show me, like send me the shot of it. Like, this is it. This goes with that. And then he then gets with the beat maker, Beats from C, shout out, love C. Hodge. And it's like dynamite. Mm, because what okay. happened is 
See, Hodge will send me a beat. It's like, do you got anything to go with this? Okay. And then I, I'll write, and I will write something to it. So, and then just talking to the videographer, and it just all comes together. It's not an easy process because that's not my genre. You know, they do what they do, and then, you yeah. know, the other guy he does what he does. Of course. And I do what I do, and then it just all just match up. But when you have a team and support, it all will just come together. And that's why it's so important to use this platform for everybody to know everybody because I won't work with um, other persons that are outside the same secular as me as I have in the past. Makes sense. Because, you know, I, I just won't, won't do it anymore because, you know, they're so, you know, not in a, a, a pompous way, but they don't, they wouldn't appreciate the level of professionalism and cleanliness of the process. Makes sense. You know, because... Even when I was performing, they like, you can't, you know, you can't gram that up a little bit more. Can you get a little gritty, more gritty with that? And I'm like, like, yeah. You know, like at one time, yeah, you know, I would go there. Mm-hmm. But now, oh, no. <laughs> I respect the most high and, you know, too many people too much. I, no, I'm not doing that. And that's, and so, right. <clears throat> and that's something that, that like irritates me the most is like, you know, when, when it's like, do, do you, like the poets are like, all of us have seen that, like, that we know and are friends with. I seen them go so to the levels, and once again, without the profanity, without the extra stuff. So it's like when I'm like, so like when we see these, you know, clean entertainments of poetry, is I'm I'm like, how can you look at this and not be entertained? How can you look at this and not, you know, be encouraged to if you are a fan of it? How can you not, you know, want to, you know, listen to this? How how can you not? You know what I'm saying, you know. Not like this, basically. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I definitely do uh, uh, appreciate you, um, Miss Coco, for, you know, being one of, um, the innovators, you know, who, who was, um, you know, putting on and expressing the art of, you know, um, of uh, reciting poetry that's clean. I appreciate that. I really do. Cause a lot of people, they don't, they don't, you know, because I, I, unfortunately, I still do other venues, other venues and, you know, pay events and show ups and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And they already know who he is. Not, not like I'm this diva or anything like right. that. It's just 100. It's like, hey, look, y'all, I know what he, I'm not, you know, I'll do this performance and then I'm out. Like, you're not going to, no, I'm not staying around. I'll do the performance and then I'm out. You know, if they want to do a slam or something, and it depends on the level of slam. It might be some per- some persons who I don't work with and stuff like that in the past. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I don't enter every slam. I don't get asked to come to every slam because they already know I'm in Cocoa. That's and okay. Like, no, I'm not. That's and, okay. You know, and I don't mind. You know, that and that's that's a good thing. And let me let me qualify what I'm saying. If a person, if that's their level of professionalism and those are the words that they choose, more power to them. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, that's them. I'm not going to box them in, but I can only just really basically speak on what I'm doing and what, you know, my, my wholesome recreation is about. You know what I mean? That so, makes sense. And, and I, yeah, and I, you know, I appreciate, you know, what they do because they work, they work hard to do that thing, you know. And we appreciate you. We definitely appreciate you. And, 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 I want to touch on something real quick too that, you know, Please. Uh, which okay. is, uh, listen, which is like lead to my next question. You know, um, and I tell folks this, you know, uh, whenever I get asked this question, you know, trying to create content that you hope somebody is going to like is not the easiest job to do. You know what I'm saying? It's not the easiest job to do. I mean, we all love the poetry and, and, and spoken word and we write and spell our hearts out. But to create something that you, you know, really hope that a crowd of folks is going to like is not the easiest thing to do because what you have may not be appealing to the crowd or, or some people. And of course, when we, you know, do our poems or whatever, like we're hoping to get seen, we're hoping to get a, a large, you know, uh, following. Now, some of us don't get that. So, my next question that I'm, that I'm going to ask you, Coco, is does it matter who and how many are watching you? No. Okay. It, 
at one time when I got reacclimated with Instagram, I was concerned about how the likes, the shares, the plays. Once I let that go, I'm like, am I doing this for them or am I doing this for me? This is just an avenue that I use to showcase my love of this art. Once you get out of that, the sky is the limit, you know, because I'm not doing it for them. I do it because I enjoy it. And even if nobody likes it, even if nobody, quote unquote, shares it, they're watching regardless. True. Like, I, I have people even come to me and say to me, oh, man, I like that piece. And I'm just like. I didn't know that they, you know, like they was on my, on the IG. And mm -hmm. it was like, but you know, I don't follow you. And I'm like, okay. Right. You know what I'm saying? They watching you. Like, All right, whatever. They watched you. You Sorry. know what I'm saying? Even, even if you don't know, they watching you. They, they, they watching you. I'm telling you, they watching. And I'm telling, and, and, and like, I remember that because I, I remember this week you sent me a, a video clip of, uh, one of my favorite, um, rappers, um, Tyler, Tyler the Creator. And I, I remember when, and I still can't believe this. Like, like he was saying, like he was on YouTube following, and I wish I could remember the artist that he said, but it was an artist that he saw a video of. And, and, and only had seven views, but he liked it. Yeah. He, he loved it. No, I mean, like, he loved it. Now, like, now, like, I can't recall if he said or mentioned that he had, you know, got in contact with the artist and started, like, uh, working with them. And the sky was the limit. They worked and they still work together to this day. And, 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 like, my, and, like, and I'm let to say that because it's like, are we, as artists, are we caught up on, how many people are watching us or who is watching this? Some do. Because of, you know what I'm saying? Because of, if I'm doing video and it only gets like seven, ten, like views or likes, but someone like, uh, for real, Williams is like watching it. He like, he like contacts me and, you know, we, and like, we, and like we work together. Am I going to be so caught up on only getting a few views or someone of a, we're going to say, a music celebrity status wants to work with me. You know what I mean? It's like, it's, 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 it's not so much about, you know, a whole crowd of people watching you. It's, it, it, I mean, like in my opinion, it's all about who is. Yeah. Well, you know what though? Honestly, Darius, it mm -hmm. brings me to say this. It's not about quantity. It's about quality. Facts. So I don't care Facts. about the number of views. I care about the people who view it. Right. I'll say it one more time. Say it again. I don't care. Oh, the people in the back. <laughs> say it again. Say in Spanish. Say in sign language. Say it. Say Portuguese. Say all that. I care about the people who view it. Yeah. yeah. I don't care about how many. It's one no. and, and and honestly, what you describe when you talk about like just in a just in a scenario situation is exactly what's principle. See, what a lot of people don't understand is that, yeah, I got to spend people watching me. I got to spend people watching me. But in what content were, were these people watching? Were they bored? Were they just looking for something to be into and they just happened to watch your video because they were bored? See, a lot Definitely of times makes sense. people just want to be entertained. So right. if you're getting these views, it's probably because they want to just be entertained. You ain't doing nothing. And hashtags. Don't forget the hashtags. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The, the, the hashtags. Well, my hashtag will say, you ain't doing nothing. But <laughs> it, 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 it's, it's one of those things where, honestly, I mean, just being straight honest, a lot of times people, I, I look at people who say, man, thanks for giving me all these views. Or I might get like a, a Facebook notification or Instagram notification that's telling me how many people viewed my video. Mm -hmm. And it's cool. But at the same time, it's more like I only look at who viewed my video. I don't even look at the number. It's more like who viewed my video. Right. Like like just just now, I just rattled off a quote or some type of poem or poetic quote that I just put out on Instagram and I tag people. Mm -hmm. And my thing is, I only tag people who I think would appreciate what I'm doing. Right. I don't tag people to just tag people. 
Mm-hmm. Yes, that I've had people, with, people that I know will look at it and say, man, you know what? That's dope. dope. You know what yeah. Right. Um, I, and I've been Very told, true. I've been told before, even amongst others, like, when my piece has been whacked. I've been told. Me too. Like, because they'll, cause they'll, they'll, they'll tell me, they'll say, man, you know what? You can come harder. <laughs> Is that, if that's what you put down, how they gonna tell you your stuff way? And so, but it, it, I mean, that it's just it's just what it is, man. And like I took it as I wasn't offended by it. I I right. took it as like, man, maybe maybe there's something dumb that's missing out of it. Like have exactly like, have right. you ever written a piece that you wrote on accident, but the piece was actually better because it was an accident. Quite a few times for me. Quite a few times. Like I I remember one time I posted a piece that I wrote on accident. And this guy was like, yo, that's the piece you need to be performing. Take this down. Don't post this. You need to perform this. And I was like, why? He said, no, this is the piece you've been wanting to do. You've written stuff, but this is what is your piece. Like kind of like when, you know, when Coco was talking about how a videographer will come with ideas and stuff, right? Mm -hmm. And Coco was like, what? But like, it's one of those things where that was my moment where I was like, what? Oh, I was just talking about this. But it was an accident. It was an accident. And it, and quite frankly, it turned into a piece that I performed that people remember because of the content and because of how I performed it. So it's like, it's, it's just so crazy, man, like how... You know, but like I said, when it comes down to viewing and viewership, man, if it gets the right set of eyes, forget how many viewed it before. Yeah, I totally agree with you. So, and and I and and like and I want to uh, say this too that um that I think all of us need that friend to be honest with us when it comes to our art. You know what I mean? Like it's a fellow poet. And shout to him. Shout to the strategy. I remember when like. Years ago, he, um, gave a, uh, he, he, he gave his take on a performance I did and he didn't like how he had came off. And at first, and at first I was offended by it. Not gonna lie. No, I just, I just, I just didn't see like his point, but, the, but I mean, but the next day we talked again and I saw his point and I remember he said something to me that I will never forget. I still recall it from, I mean, I still think about it to this day. He said that you could be the best poet in the world if you didn't care so much. And it stuck with me. Because at that time, I felt like I did care. I felt like I was so concerned about the crowd more than me just giving off this poem that I had wrote and had practiced on. So, I think, you know, there's nothing wrong with a, a friend being yeah. being honest. Not disrespectful, but honest. Like what... Yeah. um. Like what Deion Sanders said, like, it's like, he said that, Deion Sanders said that I can be honest, but not disrespectful. And I feel like not so many of us can master that type of quality, but when, but like, when you can do that, I swear, like, you can help so many people, and if you're receiving that, that can help you grow as a person and as an artist as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. Another question I got for you, Coco, is yeah. so well. Well, it's actually too. So, so like, where you from, and and does your environment has that you know um, been an influence on your poetry? I am from Wellington, Louisiana. Okay, uh, Detroit raised, and now I'm in Ohio. Okay, so yes, my environment does and has played a part in my delivery and writing style. I started writing when I was 11 because I couldn't understand a lot of different things and things that I didn't understand would make me angry and I would fight. So my mother, my mother was a poet herself, but my mother was a silent poet. Mm. She, She wrote poems that are in existence today as anonymous. That was her name, anonymous. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Shout out to Mama Coco. So, 
<laughs> so I would just write those things out, express myself. So, and then I had to learn how to take the emotion out of uh, not understanding situations, putting it the emotion into the pen. Okay. So, yeah, my environment did, you know, how I grew up, those, some of those things do. But I'm inspired by creation altogether. So things mm. that are in creation inspire me. Inspire me to remember certain things. Inspire me to write about certain things and turn them into something that a person could relate to, like a modern day, something that a person could relate to. Oh, okay. You know, shoes, shoe, so to speak. You know, in my shoes, that was one that people could relate to. So, and it was all outdoors. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. Okay. And my last question I have for you, Coco, is what advice would you give to upcoming poets and poets that are, uh, that, that are under the, the radar? What advice can you give to those poets? Poets who, who are, who are up and coming and poets who are, we're going to say barely seen. Right. Write it all down. Don't get caught in the concept of who will receive it and who won't. When you write from the heart, you receive. And never, ever be too hard on yourself and doubt your writing skill. Associate or mentor with persons who have had the literary art discipline. Um, I think that that's very important even though I don't speak on that a whole lot, like that's important to learn some of those linguistic skills and how to harness in on some of the symmetry and some of the metaphors and some of the uh, calories within this writing. And then you will develop your own swing on it and it becomes something so great. They have like, I've interviewed quite a few persons who have not had the literary art discipline and they are stellar artists. But you look around at their circumference of associates, they are the ones who have had the literary art discipline. So in essence, they're still taking that class because they're honing in on people who have had the, you know, have taken the classes, who have, you know, been to the performances and things of that nature and gone, you know, ahead of this. So they're actually really gleaning from those who have who have done the work. <laughs> You know what I thought? And they, they're probably like, oh, no, I ain't never go to school for it. I never took a class for it. Right. But you're still taking the class because you're one of your main constituents is a person who took the classes. That, that so makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense because yeah. at times, like, I, I mean, like, that that makes sense because, like, like, because, like, back in the, cause, like, in the past, I felt like I, I felt so bad that when I was in high school, I didn't go to a school that that that, that like catered to the performing arts, you know what I mean, like a Juilliard or like uh, something like that. And I and like to this day, sometimes I wish I would have had did that. You know what I mean? But but like all stuff that I learned today from you no know, from a poetry, I've learned like hands on. Yeah, you know I mean, from that's the best way, from no. like friends and just like watching other people do it. And I, and I did so much to a point like you know I started to write poetry and I was. At uh, sixteen, and like through the years, I just learned how to like how how to you know master writing, um, learning about punchlines, wordplay, uh, scheming, in my in uh my writing, uh, you know what I mean, um, performance, you know what I mean, uh, yeah. double entendres. I mean, all that stuff I learned about watching other people. You know yeah. what I mean, but you know what I mean, but like, if you go to school for for that type of um art, I'm all for it. But yeah. if you haven't and you're learning by watching other people, that's, that's okay, okay too. too. That's okay too. You know what's so funny about that, Darius? Honestly, mm -hmm. this is something that neither of you, neither of you know this. Mm -hmm. But when you talk about performing arts, poetry was not number one for me. It wasn't. I was an actor. Oh yeah, they had right on that. And, and and dance was what I did. You know. Um, okay. I did swing dance. I've done like, you know, stuff like that. And um performing arts gave me that length. But as far as writing so. oh, the pen, I was I always wanted to be a beast at that. Um so 
for for you, Coco, the fact that you talk about putting thoughts down and other things like that, I I, I thought you probably like, well, the advice I have is y'all should follow me. Okay. Um, but, <laughs> but no, but seriously, um, I, I think it's what you are doing is incredible. Um, I yeah, think that so. what what Indeed. you're doing is going to allow for more artists to embrace the the, the limelight. Um, it's going to help them to be more open. Um, I think yeah. um, as as an artist, it's important to always be open. It's always yeah. important. But at the same time, before people get in the water, they kind of like to see who else is in first. <laughs> Yeah, um, that's what a lot of people do, and yeah. I'm just being honest because that's what happens a lot. And yeah. I'll tell you what else: at the end of the day, we need people like you, indeed, we um, do. to be able to to go out there and pull artists who may not be as willing to embrace, you know, themselves as artists and be comfortable in their own skin. Um, I think that's so important, and you have suddenly graced us with your presence this evening. But oh my most goodness. definitely, also, you have. most definitely, you have. Most you have definitely, you have. Us, you have also given us some gems to walk away with. Um, I hope so. Definitely, I hope man. so because I mean, I'm I'm ready to to lay lay down some work, and you know. Oh, definitely. I'm put a bug well, in your ear. You know what? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Because you said work. that, no. <laughs> Because she said that, she now has to do that before we end the podcast. Okay. <laughs> do what? A piece? You have to do something, man. <laughs> you have to do something, man. What you What you want me to do? What you want me hey. to do? <laughs> you have, you have okay, to do something. I do something. I do. Can be short. I, I mean. I do a quick little short. Let's see, what is it? I got one. I got one. This one was inspired from uh, creation dragonflies. So okay. Um, I have to like get my beat together in my head. I got you. Okay, it's, no um, problem. Dragonflies. Dragonflies chase the light. Dragonflies need light, like fish flies need water. Are they the same? See, they're patriots in the game, spinning for life, while you dragging the wise to a maybe's might. I don't have the wind capacity to blow you away, so I'll just tell you to watch what you say. The words that I have can curve your nerve like an airbender swerve, or darts to the diseases that were once flown, these creatures of the earth. See, these are dragonflies who are not dragonflies because they drag and they fly. Who knows their worth um, within the circle of life? Did they have kids or maybe a wife? Similarly, I am the MD. I'm ready to perform strategically a DNE. And let me be mindful of my audience. That is a dilation and extraction from a post beater to a bottom feeder from what you could never read her. See, that's mm. a dragon line from a dragon flag who's flying above the lines that demise. So why can't a person just leave her alone because they're so gone and they can be so gone because they're like beams of light. Dig this. Drones fly around searching for light. Dragonflies spin around the light. And dragonflies are alive and they do freedom depths and their freedom die. And they die in the cold by no water's foe. But fish die in the heat of night in the coldness of water's night. Something like that. So, nice. You know. nice. It's a deep piece. It's, it's all over the place, but y'all heard it here first. I'm going to perfect it. So it, it was it's, good. It's chaotic in your head, and then once you put it on paper, <laughs> it I'm, all I'm, comes I'm together. I'm bowing down right now. Oh, please. Give you flowers on this side. Give you all your flowers on this side. All your flowers on this side. I heard it first. I'm bowing down over here because that was ill. I like that. Definitely was. Definitely. If it was, you know what I mean? So before we sign off, Coco, let everybody know 
where they can follow your work at, what you got going on, and uh, things of that nature. All right. Um, Coco Weaponry on Instagram at Coco, C-O-C-O-A-W-E-A-P-O-E-N-R-Y, Coco Weaponry. Um, spoken word, poet, platform artist, book writer, all of those things. Even though my uh, book, um, I you know, I pulled that off the shelf because, you know, it was and artist infringements, you know, because I had to hurry up and let that contract die out before I started working and doing anything else. So yes. done with that. Right. Um, the title of my book was uh, Meanest Thou Ever is a High Heel Saga. And mm. the book was related oh, wow. to a woman's life from infancy to adulthood, starting with Baby Alive, Mannequins, Barbies, Corn Star Dials, everything, every chapter in the book was a dial. <laughs> okay. So, um, have what some up? upcoming Zoom slams coming up because I have uh, formed alliances and, and made friends with all these wonderful poets mm. around the world. And sometimes they just can't come to the in person show. So, I have a Zoom slam coming up next month. And I do also have a show, a live concert, poetry and spoken word concert in August in Detroit City. Shout out to Detroit. I'll meet up for that. Um, Definitely look forward to it. Um, let me. Just, I'm just gonna say this. I'm gonna touch the city. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so he ain't lying the about that either. Kindly, the city, is, city. Kind of. the city touch, is going to receive the you kindly because Detroit got mad love right for poetry. Definitely they do. Right definitely now. do. And I'm, I'm touch the city. And I'm jealous that. I, and, I, and I'm so jealous that I've never been there to perform. Get out of here. I never, well, I mean, I've been, to, I, I mean, I've been to like Detroit, but I've never like performed in Detroit. So like, hopefully like one of these days I can like, you know, go there and like perform. I mean, but yeah. So we about to close Guess it out. Mm -hmm. You will be, you will be on one of my concerts. I guarantee you that then. I appreciate <laughs> I that. I guarantee that. I guarantee you put your money on that. Appreciate you're gonna, that. You're going to know what's in Bring you and the missus all down. It ain't going to be nothing but love. Come on through. <laughs> Appreciate that. Y'all come on hey, through. Hey, man, y'all got any good food out there, though? What do we? National Coney Island. What you want to eat? They got food. They, <laughs> food for hey, they do. Because I'll I, I tell you one thing for sure about me, man. When I come, when I go out of town, I, I, li I like to get something nice to eat. But one thing about me is I'm a total lame. I don't go nowhere. Um... I stay in my hotel a lot. I stay in my hotel a lot. I mean, don't, That's don't crazy. mind me, man. I, I just, I, like when I'm not in a, if I'm not in a city that I'm familiar with like that, I oh, well, you will definitely have to come out with all the friends that's going to be there. Well, you will come out to the, to the meet and greets and all of that good stuff. You have to come well, out. Definitely. So. If you coming to stay in the hotel, stay in Chi Town, sir. I'm going to see this way. You guys are not going to even know I'm there. That'll be your loss. Until the event. That'll be your loss. Until the event. You won't know I'm there. Yeah, that'll be his loss. I know, right. I'll be wearing different disguised outfits. I mean, I just know whenever I touch down there to perform, I mean, I'll make my presence known. Before Before it stays in Rockingham stays, I'm going to let my presence be known. This dude oh, has a whole theme song to him when he gets into a city. Like, oh yeah, all the time. Got to, man. <laughs> I mean, Kendrick I Lamar, like, the city. It's like straight out of Beretta, man. It's straight out of Beretta. <laughs> I cannot wait to share the stage. I can't wait. Like, I cannot wait. No, honestly. Oh, we look forward to it. We look forward to that. As close as Detroit is, I'm still flying anyway. I don't see Ain't why that Southwest got it. Southwest got a deal. I'm flying my butt off. Southwest got a deal. No wrong with that. I'm flying my butt off. I'm hopping to an Uber. I'm like, look, this is the hotel I'm staying at. Come on. We I'm not, I don't want to drive welcome. nowhere. We I don't want to drive nowhere when I'm out of town. Detroit is a loving city. If y'all if y'all know anything about 2014 went down at Ford Field, y'all know Detroit. Yo, I got, is hey, city. I got to oh, ask yeah. about some people from from, from D town. Detroit man, is a lot. I know a few people. Shout to Detroit. You know what I mean? But uh, we about I to got, sign I got out. Some friends down there, man. We about to sign out. Uh, thank you so much, Coco Web Brief, for joining us. Check us out, man. PVE on Facebook, Instagram, and uh, TikTok and YouTube. 
know what I mean? Uh, we do a, a poem challenge each and every Friday through Sunday. You know what I mean? We pick random topics and make, and, uh, we encourage poets to make poems on them. So if you're a poem, if, sorry, if you're a poet and you love to write, check us out on our yeah. social media pages to participate in our poem challenges. All right. So this is Vibes at the Table Coast Podcast. The We're in the building one more time, baby. Indeed. Thank you so much. Hey, Y'all like, like, we always, like we always say, man, it's a pleasure to have you on here with us, man. Um, we are definitely humbled and appreciate it. All appreciate it all. Today. I'm humble. Um, Thank you so much. You know, guys, y'all have to check out Coco Life man. Definitely. The name, the name speaks for itself, ladies and gentlemen. When it comes to that pen, she ain't nothing nice. She gonna kill yeah. that. She ain't play no games at all. No games. I'm telling you, I'm ready. I'm ready for that work pen. I'm ready for that too. I'm ready for that too. Let me know when like and where. I'm gonna touch the city. And how much time you need? When I get there. I'm gonna touch yes, the city. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All right. This is Vibes at the Podcast, and we'll see y'all next time. All right. Peace out. Right. Recording stop. It must be nice living in the paradise of the hypocrites. Speaking lies, coming with lies as honesty. Double tongue as a snake. You're so crooked in your ways. Your morality is never straight. Deception is your deadly weapon. You present yourself as brethren, only to stab me in the back and smile and brag about it. And what's so sad about it is that you see nothing wrong with it. Like it's normal to behave this way. This mirage of a facade you continue to display is somehow fun to you. It's the ones that know you. Know that you have been marked as a target and you are not to be trusted. To them, you were like the little boy who cried wolf. And when the wolf in your life comes for you, I hope you have someone who believes you to lend you assistance.